Hello, business storytellers. It's Christoph Trab with another episode of the Business Storytelling Podcast, also being broadcast live on Periscope.tv forward slash ctrap. So feel free to subscribe there if you like to listen to the live version of this. Typically, streaming live at 7 a.m. in the morning central time monday through friday but sometimes that time pushes back to later hashtag dad life so let's get going here how to keep bots off your website and this is an interesting topic because there is so much bot traffic out there i'm confident eight years ago ten years ago this was not a thing i even had to worry about but today it is and so what happens with bots Um, some bots out there they get measured in your web traffic they count as a page view they count as a user they count as um, you know all kinds of different things that you might be looking at as a kpi key performance indicator for your strategy Oh my goodness, 500,000 people looked at my article um, and they all stuck around for exactly zero seconds. That is a good indicator that those are bots. And there are many, many ways to get rid of the bots. So for example, um, I got attacked once from um, bots in a specific country. I didn't really care about that country, so I just blocked the whole country. Now that is probably not the best strategy either, but um, that you, you can't do that if you truly, honestly, will never ever in a million years have any relations in that country for business opportunities. Now, there's a couple different ways how you can block people. Well, first of all, you just block them so they can't even get to your site. You block the uh, IP addresses. There's ways to do that. I mean, it's as rudimentary as when somebody tries to type in um, <clears throat> when somebody tries to log into my website as an admin and they try to hack me uh, and after they they do their password incorrectly for three times or four times you know they get automatically blocked so that same system certainly works for that um, different use case as well the next thing is you just block them in google analytics so they can still look at your site or, or I mean, they're, they're bots, right? They're not gonna be reading and enjoying your content anyways. But the other way is you can actually block them in Google Analytics so you don't have to look at them. Uh, if you do that, I would highly recommend to do that at an administrative level uh, and not just have strategists do it on their own filters because that's a little bit harder for everybody else to see. So if my filter is different than yours, uh, we can never have a good spirited discussion about content performance. So just something to think about um, to please do that at the admin level. Uh, I won't dive in how to exactly do that, but but it's um, plenty, plenty, plenty of articles out there on how to do that specifically. Plus the other thing is it changes all the time. Uh, things change all the time, right? So the specific features, the specific buttons might move around, but at the very least, you now know, if you didn't, that you can do that. The other option that I saw just recently here, and I, I was intrigued by it. First I was annoyed, then I was intrigued, and then I started thinking maybe this is a solution to actually filter out bots. So a buddy of mine, uh, who, whom I played football with in Germany, so way back when, I mean 30 years I guess, 19, mid 90s, so what is that, 20, 
30 years, almost, 20 years, 20 some years, and he shared an article to a website, which that happens, right? People do that on social media. And I saw, I thought, oh, interesting topic, clicked on over, and I wanted to read the article, and it didn't even let me go to the website. What it said, it, it said, please validate the capture. So you know what a capture is. You have to type in either um, a code, you have to do simple math. Sometimes they ask you what's the capital of Japan, Tokyo, um, you know, some of those things. Um, or they say what's two plus two, because bots apparently can't do that. Sometimes they make you pick the sidewalks in pictures. Um, so sometimes they just make you click check a uh, click a checkbox. And so this capture came up and said, please validate the capture. And in this case, it was just the checkbox. So not a big deal, right? Some captures, I tell you, they are, who comes up with them? They're humanly unreadable. I'm supposed to prove I'm human by typing something in that humans can't read. And you've seen those before, right? It says uh, something and you can't even read what it says because it's so, uh, it's written in a way that's really, really, really hard to read. So, but anyway, in this case, just had to check the box. And then I checked the box. Obviously the capture gets validated and now I can read the article. And I thought that is the first time I've seen that. So then I went back and I was like, I wonder, is this a spam site or, or, or what, who is this? Doesn't look like it. Looks like it's a legit site. I don't know how they would have spammed me anyways by reading the article. Um, you know, I didn't have any click spammy links in the article as far as I could tell. You know what I'm talking about when they say top 10 things and you have to click 10 times to see it. That's, that's kind of spammy, honestly. And the reason they do that is because they want the clicks as opposed to a good user experience, right? There's no reason I should have to click 10 times just to see 10 sentences. No reason to. That is totally spammy and people know it. Um, and they do it because they want the views. I get it, there is a business reason, but it's not user-friendly. And especially some sites, they have it designed in a way that is super hard to click through. I mean, what, what a mess. Okay, anyway, going down a rabbit hole here for a second. That's okay, it's a relevant one, maybe, hopefully. So then I click the button, capture, and now I'm in the site. And I'm thinking, this is brilliant. This is the way to filter out bots for real. Because when you filter out bots in Google Analytics, it's a little bit like whack-a-mole, right? Like you find a new server that's a bot, you find a new um, subset of your audience that's that are bots and you block them. And the second you block them, some other bots will come up. And it's like whack-a-mole, right? Whack-a-bot, it doesn't stop. And you just keep going and going and going. So with this model, when you have almost like a welcome page, right? That's kind of what it is. Please verify that you're, um, you know, a human or whatever, or that you are interested in this content or that you really want to look at this content. I mean, that's a way to make that a little bit more user-friendly, right? So if I were to put a capture on my website, I'm going to maybe try it. I'll think about it. I currently only have an iPad and an iPhone for all my work. So I'd be interested to see if I can do that, but I'm sure there is a plugin on WordPress. There's plugins for everything on WordPress, right? On 
trying new things and seeing uh, and, and, and just installing them quickly. I mean, I had to add um, the text file for Google and there's a plugin to do that. I had to add um, the, the Google auto ad code, which I currently have disabled, but I did add it and I just added a new plugin to add it where I need to add it. I mean, it's like, I can do it. It's not difficult. Um, so, but I am really something to think about. So I don't count the traffic that goes to that page. And maybe that page, you know, is uh, just like a gateway page, so to speak. And then once they click, I only count the traffic that actually comes to my site. Now, the one thing you want to think about and the one thing that is a little bit of a word of caution here, every time you make people click, you will lose them. You will, promise. It's not a Christoph Trapp opinion, it's a fact out in the industry. Every time you make people click, they, they leave. Somebody leaves, a percentage leaves. So something to think about is you will probably have some people that will not click along. That's one reason why I would make it more um, friendlier as opposed to just saying here's a capture. Um, but something to think about. Maybe the way to do it is you have a welcome page that says, um, you know, we're interested in connecting with humans. Here's what you'll see on the next page. And then have a forward button and a checkbox or something like that. So something to think about. Didn't, can't believe I talked about this topic for 10 minutes, but it is an interesting topic and we do care about it, especially as content creators, because if we have all these bots count as our traffic, our content performance will look much better than it actually is. And then the problem is if we catch the bot problem later and we will filter them out then, guess what? The numbers are going down and it looks like that we're performing worse, but that might not be the case. We're just performing where we are performing, right? Because now we know. So that is one reason why we certainly need to filter out bots, block bots, etc. We're after humans. If you are a human, I appreciate you listening. If you're a bot, I don't know how you get in here. This is all I have for today. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Business Storytelling Podcast. Once again, in some personal news, if you're looking for a chief digital officer, chief marketing officer, head of content, one of those type of roles, feel free to reach out. Check me out on LinkedIn, linkedin.com forward slash IN forward slash Christoph Trapp. And I'm happy to chat uh, US based really anywhere in the US, preferably um, Midwest to East to the East Coast. Until next time, thank you for listening on the live stream Periscope dot tv forward slash c trap and thank you for listening on your favorite podcast channels until next time <laughs>